But you're back home, bro. So, you know, catch us up on what happened as far as that goes, man. You know. Man, we at Charles Barkley and then we say we we gone fishing, dog. So so um, One, two, three, Cancun. One, two, three, Cancun. <laughs> what they, what they gonna be saying, Shaq? One, two, three, Alaska. <laughs> Ball Jones podcast featuring the player of the year himself. It's a little extra South Saint at this time, man. Defensive player of the year himself. Nelson Haskin, what's up, bro? What's going on, brother? You good? Man, I'm amazing because people don't understand how special it is that I can call you defensive player of the year. We're gonna get into it, but uh I'm feeling amazing, brother. Just because of that, I'm I'm amazing, man. What's up with you? Man, hey, I feel the same way, man. You know, just uh, happy to be here, uh, happy to still be going, happy to, you know, like you said, the, for that reason right there, defensive player of the year. And so, yeah, man, everything's good on my end too, bro. So I'm going to get straight into it, brother. Um, for people who don't know, um, I have been calling him – We've been, I'm going to spill a little beans. We've been pre-recording a lot of episodes. And uh, on one of them, you know, on when I started, I just started calling defense player of the year. Just kind of like just messing around with it because you love defense. I love defense. You hooping. So why not call you that? You feel me? Yeah. And it got to a point where it's just like, um, that's what you really wanted. You was going after. So I'm like, all right, we're going to speak into existence. So I was like, <laughs> that's official, you know, part of the introduction from now on. So come to find out, what was it, last week? It was about two two weeks ago now. So yeah, about two weeks ago, you know, uh, it came to pass that my guy right here, the co-host of the podcast, is officially a hundred percent the defensive player of the year. Yes, that's sir. why. That's why this is so special, you know. So now it's not just me talking, not just him talking. It is official. He he has been crowned the award winner, the the king of defense. The defensive player of the year, man. So, how does it feel, man? Like, like to finally get it to be official. At first, I want to say it was just talk, but you know, it wasn't official. It kind of was talk, but it wasn't just talk. But how does it feel like officially had the hard wood in your hands to be like, I'm that, I'm that guy. I am the defensive player of the year. Man, it it, man, it feels great, bro. Just to be real, man. I feel feel in, in in one word, I feel validated. You know. Because <clears throat> I told you this, but I don't think I told everybody, you know, uh, spoke on it uh, on air. But uh, I've been saying that I was going to win defensive player of the year since the summer. Like, because in the summertime, I was still staying up in Columbus on campus. And um, so I've been around my coaches and stuff and some of my teammates like year round, literally. Cause I never went home. Like I only went home for like short amount of, amounts of time, like maybe a week or a weekend. But so I spent more time in Columbus the past three, three like it started from today, like the past 365 days. I've been in Columbus way more than I've been at home. So it started back then when we was doing summer workouts and stuff. And I was like, next year I'm gonna be defensive player of the year in, in the Peach Belt. That's the conference we play in. It's called the Peach Belt Conference. One of, the, one of the tougher conferences in the nation, in D2. And I was like, Coach, I'm going to be defensive player of the year next year. Because last year during COVID, you know, we only played 12 games. And in those 12 games, I had 19 blocks. So I led the league in blocks, but I only played 12 games. Some people played more. Well, most teams had played more. And uh, we didn't even get to finish our season because the last, like, three or four games we would have played, well, I think it was, like, three games left. The last three games we would have had got got cut off due to COVID, so we didn't even play as many games. Excuse me, we didn't even play as many games as we were supposed to, and so that was like that became like my goal. I said, Coach, next year I am going to be defensive player of the year. Like I mean, like, and I stay and I kept saying I said it. Every, like if it came up, I was telling them like I'm going to be defensive player of the year, and so that didn't even just start with us. But that started with myself speaking into existence and working for it. And then, you know, we were pre-recording episodes 
And, uh, you know, we, we started talking about it, like you said, you start calling me that. And we was like, uh, well, shoot, we might well just open a podcast like that every time, you know, make it a, make it a thing, speak it into existence. And so when you said it, and I was already saying that, that just confirmed it for me. I was like, okay, like, yeah. Like, I'm going, like, as long as I keep putting the work in, I should have it. So, um, so here we are at the end of our season, and uh, the work was noticed, and uh, they they did, uh, they just they rewarded me for it. And I just, I mean, I really thank God, and I thank my coaches and my teammates because you know my coaches' schemes and my teammates doing what they do couldn't, you know, nobody ever achieves anything by themselves. So. I, I just I'm really appreciative and I, I'm just glad that the work didn't go unnoticed. I feel like that's how every athlete is. Like when I put this work in, I just want people to notice. I want somebody to notice. Like, cause nobody in the gym with me when I work, you know what I'm saying? Other than like maybe coaches or a teammate or a trainer. Like nobody, the gym be empty when you're working. So when I when I get the opportunity, I want that work to be noticed and validated. So I'm just, you know, I'm just happy to know that, you know, the league appreciated it. And it, um, they didn't turn a blind eye to it. And, you know, I, I wish I had the trophy to show you. I showed uh, B at one point. Maybe he could throw, like, a clip in here or something. But uh, I'm, at, I'm actually at home, home. I'm in uh, I'm in Demopolis at my mama's house right now because, you know, the season over with. So it's about that time to go see mom. <laughs> so, you know, I ain't seen it. Like, other than a basketball game, I haven't seen her in, like, five months. So I ain't, oh I haven't been home in like five months. So came on home, you know, trophy still in my room in Columbus. So, uh, but yeah, man, I, I just I, I want to thank you for for what you know for speaking into existence too, brother. Like part of me feel like I couldn't have did it without you because just because the way you were speaking it to like, you know, I, it's one thing for me to say something, you know, like speak on myself. That's one thing, but for other people to speak something over me, I feel like that's big too. So I appreciate you, brother. You know that uh, you got a part of. I mean, I'm gonna scratch your name on the bottom of the trophy somewhere real small. <laughs> your award too, as more as far as I'm concerned. So I appreciate you too, bro. You get a little tape and put it at the very bottom so nobody see. It. I don't want your trophy to get messed up, bro. Like I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to take too much of that, bro. I ain't. I ain't one of them people, man. But I'm proud of you, bro. Like for real, man. Like uh, words have power. Like. I always knew that, but then, like, the older I got, the more, you know, situations come up. And little good stuff and bad stuff come up, and it's just, like, watch your mouth be, like, good and bad, you know. So, yeah. with this happening, man, it's just, it just adds a little extra confirmation on top of, you know, the effects and power of words. So, I'm just happy for you, bro. Like, I know how hard you work. I, don't, I have seen your growth, man, from, shoot, a little bit of high school. I ain't see you too much in high school, but I saw enough to be like, okay, I see where you are, we working with, to now. It's a huge jump, but like people don't understand, bro. Like people don't, man. It's it's a, it's a big growth, man. So I'm, I'm super proud of you, man. It's just I'm ecstatic for you, bro. I appreciate it, brother. So I, I just now we at a point we at a point now where like you know the work is noticed, and you know when, when any anytime you win an award or you have any kind of recognition like that, now the expectations have been placed higher. Like people expect more out of you now, and so. That's why I am now. Like, you know, our season, uh, we'll get into it more later, but you know, our season didn't necessarily go the way we wanted it to go. But for me personally, like more is going to be expected of me from now on. And my name is like, it's like I put a target on my own back. So I want to be defensive player of the year. And, you know, defensive player of the year and MVP is two of them things where it's like now guys want to go at you. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, if you MVP of the league, when guys play, you're like, oh, he MVP. I'm going to show him some. I'm going to show him who the MVP is. That, you know what I'm saying? And then if you guy, you defensive player of the year, they're like, oh, you defensive player of the year, throw me the ball. Let me see what you're talking about. This, this, you know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, I got the target on my back now, so I got I got to defend the crown. So, I, I'm ready, though. I ain't never been one to back down for no challenge. So, I, I'm ready for it. Like, next season, this is we going to – they're going to have to show me. That's how I, that's my attitude towards everything. You gonna have to show me, dog. So we gonna we gonna keep it pushing. So you know, I know personally what's going on, but um, you back at home, bro. So that's that's 
is a yin and yang to this update. You know, you got the defensive player of the year. It's just beautiful. But you're back home, bro. So, you know, catch us up on what happened as far as that goes, man. You know. Yeah, we as Charles Barkley and then we say we we gone fishing, dog. So so uh one, two, three, Cancun. One, two, three, Cancun. <laughs> man, so <clears throat> so uh first of all, I say our season, we had a very difficult year, let me say. Like team wise. And uh just starting from the beginning of the year. We started out hot at the gate, won our first seven games, I want to say. Like, uh, we, we started out pretty hot before we lost to a, a ranked uh, a ranked Alabama Huntsville team, University of Alabama Huntsville. That was our first loss. But we still was off to a hot start. You know, at Christmas time, I want to say we was 10 and 1 or something like that at Christmas. But uh, – Unfortunately, at over Christmas break, we um, lost one of my teammates, Anthony Moore, who uh, passed away on Christmas Eve in a car accident. So uh, he was one of our starters. He was he's been a three year starter. So you know, great player, great person. So we had to get through that as a team when we um, when we heard the news. So that was pretty difficult. And then. Uh, it took us a while to bounce back from that to learn how to play without him because, you know, that was a starter who played close to 30 minutes a game. So, you know, that's a lot of time and a lot of stats to fill. So um took us a while to figure it out. But we eventually got back rolling. And then um we ended up finishing our regular – we ended up finishing 20 and 10 overall. Ended up finishing the season 20 and 10. So still had a great season. We made the playoffs. And um, we made our, I mean, our conference playoffs. And in the first round, we go to a school called USC Aiken. And we're winning and in, the, in uh, the last few minutes of the game. But unfortunately, in the middle of, in the middle of crunch time, my point guard, uh, LD, breaks his wrist. Got, his wrist was already hurting him. So I, we suspected that it might have been sprained or something like that. But, you know, he, he want to play. You know, it's playoff time. You got to fight through it. And at one point, his hand got kind of caught on somebody else, and they ran past him. And it snapped, and he broke his wrist. And so we lost him for the majority of the playoffs. But we won't, we ended up winning that game. So we went, went into the next game against Augusta University or University of Augusta, however it goes. And um, – who was number one seed in our conference? We go we go to Augusta to play them, and uh, and we end up losing that one by nine. I want to say <clears throat> so tough one, tough loss in the playoffs, and Augusta ended up winning the championship. So we didn't get that ring, but luckily, a couple of days later was Selection Sunday uh, for the NCAA tournament. You know the basketball heads and he'll know what I'm talking about. If you don't win your conference championship and get the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament, you have to be selected by a committee, by the NCAA. <clears throat> and so luckily we were selected. We were selected. We had done – they felt that we had done enough. We were 20 and 10. And, uh, you know, they, they gave us the seventh seed. And so <clears throat> we made the NCAA tournament, which is a big accomplishment in itself. So – we go to the NCAA tournament. We matched up with number four team in the nation, Queens University. So, uh, needs to say, pretty good team. But that, but at this point, we down LD without Ant, and we also was without one of our last year starters named KC, who tore his ACL in the offseason. So he he hadn't played a game all year. But those were our three, like those were three of our last year starters who not playing at this point. So we go into this game at the NCAA tournament. We still feel – the crazy thing is we still feel like we got enough to win. So, we you know, we go in there with the right mindset, trying to trying to get a game, trying to advance. And uh, we play them tough, you know, had a real tough game. Went down to the wire. We just going back and forth. Unfortunately, in the in crunch time, me and my teammate Hunter Preston, who was first team all conference this year, both of us fouled out. I uh, – and our and our best score, our highest, uh, 
our, our number one scoring team um, was cramping and all sorts of things. Like, yeah, he, he caught cramps me a game. You could just tell it was a long season. Yeah. By the way, everything was, like, crumbling at the end. Like, you could tell. And so we ended up losing that one by two. So we lost our first-round NCAA game, NCAA tournament game by two points. Heartbreaking, but, you know, that's, that's the way it goes sometimes. I felt like we played hard, gave it everything we had, just didn't go our way. So that's kind of how our season ended. And, um, you know, you know, everybody want to end their season on top. You know, everybody want that ring. You know, I wanted to come in here and show you guys the ring on fist and whatnot and and tell y'all how everything went down. But, you know, that's just not the way it went this time around. So, but I'm proud of us, proud of what we did, what we accomplished, especially through the adversity that we had. And, um, yeah, man, just – so, uh, yeah, I might be – I'm at home, but, you know, that's okay. I felt like we did it. I, I feel like we did what we could, and we played to the best of our ability. And so I can live with that, you know. So now I'm at home resting, trying to recuperate. been a long year, so it's all right. How I wanna like I'm wondering how um did the loss of Ant impact you individually and as a team, you know, because that's not a very common thing. It's one thing to lose somebody to injury, you know, like you said, ACL or MCL, shoulder, knee, ankle, Achilles, whatever. It's, you, that's a more common thing to have an injury because that person is still there. But it's a whole other thing, or even transfers and stuff, that's a whole other situation. But to actually lose a teammate. In that case, you know, that's that's not the most common thing that, you know, we have to deal with, especially in this field. So uh, how did, you know, that impact you? Like, I know we, we talk a lot about you have to be professional and play through it and stuff, but it's a curveball, brother. Like, this ain't something you can prepare for. Injuries is one part of the game, but for this thing to happen, that's a whole other thing. So um, how did that impact you, man, like individually and as a team from from, you know, your perspective? Man, it was rough. Man, I can't lie. It was it was real rough. Uh, uh, you know, when you lose somebody you're close to or that you're used to seeing every day, it always takes a, a minute to to you know get adjusted to to them not being there like that. Especially the with the suddenty of of I lose an ant. Like like you say, it's one thing if somebody gets hurt or somebody leaves then, you know, we kind of see it coming or whatever. It's like, all right, we're not going to see him as much. It was like, man, one day he was here, and then the next day he wasn't. And so uh, I think another, I think one of the better things about the situation was that it happened during Christmas time, which is it's unfortunate that it happened at Christmas time. But at the same time, I feel like for us, that might have been the best thing that could have happened if it was going to happen because it gave us some time between – his passing and us having to play a game because if we would have to play a game like the next day or two days after that, I, I don't know if we could have, or I don't know how we would have, how we would have performed or how, what, what would have happened. But it gave us about a week to kind of just be there, be together as a team before we actually had to play. And so it was, like I said, it was tough, man. It was not easy. Trying to get used to not being with him, uh, you know, he was just a big presence for us off the court and on the court. He was one of those teammates that are like, like ask the whole team, like, y'all want to go get something to eat? Like, like, do y'all want to go get something to eat? Like, not he. He wasn't like one of those guys that would click up and only hang out with certain guys. Like, he'd be like, y'all boys hungry, and you know, you could or could not go, but. That was him. He was like, and, and that's the funny thing about it. Like, he would invite everybody, and if nobody said nothing, he was still gonna go. It was like, oh, okay, y'all want to go? Well, I'm going. So I'm just inviting y'all. So that was just the kind of guy he was, man. And so uh, it took us a minute to adjust him not being there. And uh, you know, we we were there for his family as a team. Like his family is I is like very close to some of us. He got a son named Jam, or uh, named Jace, but we call him Jam. And so, like, Jace got like fifteen uncles now, like, so like we we didn't all adopt Jam. Like, 
we all love him and like we'll do anything for him just because his daddy was like such a big big part of our life and now he, he's not there for him like now we we'll do anything for jam and and his uh his girlfriend Jayla like they all like family to us now and so we all just kind of been there for each other during that time and we 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 got through it together and um and kept kept pushing to try to make a make something out of the season for him because we knew like like Ant was not somebody to sit around and be sad. He was like he was a he was a happy and re- like he was a happy and caring person. So we knew we couldn't just sit around and be sad. Like we need to make something happen for him. Let's make it let's make this season good for him. And so that was our mindset going forward. And you know, that's us off the court, but on the court. It took a minute to adjust to, not, to him not being there because Ant averaged 11 and 9, like nine rebounds. So, and he was our leading rebound. So, you talking about replacing, like, rebounding and scoring, and he was a ball handler. And, like, he made great decisions with – like, he made good decisions with the ball, and he knew where to be on defense because he was, he was an older guy. Like, this was his fourth year at CSU, his third year playing at CSU. And so he was an older dude. Like, he's he been around here for so long. He knows everything, knows the system. And you can't really replace knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can replace talent, but, like, knowledge and, like, IQ and things of that nature, like, you can't replace that. And so that was one of the many things that we missed. And I did not realize how much I was going to miss it or miss it, like miss him on the court until we started back practicing. And then we started back practicing and we're, you know, we split off into teams to do stuff, to do drills or whatever and compete. And um, I got these, I got a group full of young boys on my team, really. Like everybody on my team was like freshmen and sophomores. And so, you know, I'm behind in the defense. I'm, I'm like, I'm like the quarterback of the defense. I'm telling guys where to go, communicate with them, make sure they're in the right places and guys not in the right spots. Like, we just, you know, having a lot of defensive miscues. And I remember I told my coach, I said, man, Cole, we used to mess with Ant about being old. That was one of our things with him. Like, we used to call him old all the time because he was the older guy on the team. He got a son, everything. So we used to call him old all the time. And I said, man, Cole, we used to mess with Ant about being old. But, boy, I sure wish some of these boys were old right around this time. <laughs> right now, boy. Because everybody saw him. <laughs> I said, boy, I wish somebody was old. So it took us a minute to adjust him not being there. We tried a couple of different lineups with people in this spot before we got the one where we were comfortable with. And so uh, after a while, you know, we kind of bounced back. Uh, we lost that first game without him against a school called Flagler, another NCAA tournament team. And uh, we, we kind of felt it that day, like, oh, man, we don't have this, we don't have that. You know, we could see what we was missing that day. And then, you know, after after that first loss, we kind of, you know, like I said, we had to play around with some lineups, but we eventually figured it out and got back rolling and turned the season back around. Like, our record was never bad, but we got back on the right track and we still finished 20 and 10. So I'm proud of what we accomplished. And um, I, I think I think Ann up there proud of us too because Ant really wanted to go to the NCAA tournament. That was another thing for him. Ant was big on wanting to be ranked, and he wanted to go to the NCAA tournament. He had never done either one of those. And so um, I'm glad that we did that for him. And, uh, yeah, man, so it was, it was, you know, it was hard. It was very hard, but we're here now. And, uh, you know, we on the better end of it. That's still my guy. I still miss him. But, you know, I, I hope he's proud of us. That's all I can really say about it. Gotta be man, cause you know that's that's not a uh, a small feat, you know, to get to the tournament. There's a lot of teams that are at home at the selection, you know, on selection Sunday, just like oh, we finna get picked, and they like, wow, we didn't get picked. You know, mm-hmm. it easily could have been y'all, but y'all one of those teams got picked. So it's, if even though you didn't go as far as you wanted to, but there's there's still a level of uh, appreciation for you where you did go, you know, so. 
like you said, that's a lot, bro, between losing him and losing both your other teammates in the uh in the process of the middle of the season. Like that's just that's a lot to to deal with, you know. So y'all some wars, bro. I get that to y'all, man, because for you to overcome the loss of a teammate like that, plus, you know, the injuries that you overcame and like cramps are just the the that's the devil, bro. Cramps are just terrible, man. So man, I hate them. That's too, yeah. <laughs> but athletes know, like you cramp up with anybody that work out should know. But ever like athlete, when you really gotta compete, like you know, cramps are ended. Like that's a wrap, bro. That's that's something you can't even fight through sometimes, but you try to, and it's just like mm-mm, nope, you sit down, bro. Like you <laughs> You can try to as long as you want to, but you catch one good one, it's a wrap, bro. So I know that's a lot to overcome, man. So if if you ain't proud of that, man, it's none else y'all could have did, man. So I know I'm proud of y'all. I know I ain't I ain't, ain't and your teammates don't know me, but I'm proud of what y'all did, man. So it's that's that's a, a long season, bro. But y'all y'all here now, so y'all overcame it. It's yeah, like the, the finish line one. Long as the finish line that y'all wanted to be, but y'all got this far, so that's what's up, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Like I, I told the guys too, I said I'm proud of us. We accomplished something. Like we may not have no rings on our fingers, but we accomplished something. So I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm not. What I said, I'm not satisfied satisfied what we did, but I am proud of us. Like, yeah, you know, I got one more year to play here at CSU, so. You know, I'm gonna try to make it count with these boys going forward. But uh, this this for this year, like I can honestly say this was the hardest season I've ever been a part of. Like easily. Like I'll never forget it. Like this yeah. season in its entirety has was the hardest basketball season I've ever played in. The hardest year of basketball I've ever been in. So uh, yeah, man. I'm like I said, I'm glad, like, you know, we made it to the other side of it. We, we toughed it out. We stayed together. That's another big thing. We stayed together as a team. And we made we made it through. And we accomplished some. So, I'm good with that. So, what went into your decision to come back this year or next year? So, well, let me not say that, like, 100% right now. You know, I'm just at home right now. The season yeah. literally ended, like, two days ago. So, yeah. <laughs> so, let me – oh, my God, to just be 100%, like, set on it. But, like uh, – I am most likely coming back because the only reason I would not come back is if somebody was to offer me, like, a certain amount of money that, like, I could not pass up, you know what I'm saying, pro-wise. But I already told my coach, I said, Coach, I'm not going to other school. Like, I told him, uh, Coach, of Kentucky called me right now. I'll be in here with y'all. He said, I don't know about that. Y'all think you might want to go and take that. I said, well, I might think about it, but – at the same time, I go to Kentucky, ain't no guarantee I'm going to play. <laughs> uh, I'll appreciate the gesture. And I tell Coach Cal, thank you. But <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I'd rather be a Cougar. So I'm locked in with these guys, with my coaching staff, and my teammates that I still got. And and the community, the, the school, the community, they've really embraced me, you know, done a lot for me, all that. So – I'm locked in with these guys over here. So only a, only a great pro deal would be a reason for me to leave. And so unless somebody call my phone soon, like I ain't, you know, not to advertise myself, man, but, you know, <laughs> unless somebody start in my line, uh, I'm locked in with these boys. So for right now, I'm a cougar. I can say that with 100% honesty. I am a cougar right now. You kind of in that um that weird excuse me that weird phase we hear a lot with uh certain actually about right now or in this time a lot of players you know they they're debating between like going to the NBA draft and returning to school and it's like you kind of in the same situation where it's like do I stay for another year and improve my draft stock or do I just you know take a leap in the water and just go get drafted you know if you in a lottery pick or almost a guaranteed lottery pick, you're pretty much gone. You know, first round pick, you know, debatable. You might want to raise your stock up a little bit. Second round pick, it's up to you, you know. But you're basically in the same situation where if, if a, a pro contract come across the table, it's like, oh, this what's up. Go ahead. Do what I got to do. Do what you do, man. So that's interesting. I ain't thinking about it till right now that you just basically in that same situation, basically. It's just 
a different not league. Glamorized. Yeah, it's not as glamorized or as popular as the whole production show of the NBA draft now. So that's what's up, bro. Like you that close to being a pro. Like I just I, it just really hit me that you that close <laughs> to being a pro. Like so we gotta figure out a new title to come up with, man, to uh push for that one. So for right now it's still defense player of the year. Oh yeah, no, we we rocking with that one until I'm until I'm out of college. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. <laughs> like later, maybe later on in the future we'd be like professional basketball player Nelson Haskins or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, man. We're gonna come we'll up with something. Figure out what the next one is. Yeah. I'm gonna be happy about that too, man. So um yeah, man, it's been a long time since September, man. Um because that's that's the last episode we had uh before we dropped dropped into season two. So um Anything else came up, man? That's because September, October, November, December, January, February, March. See, that's almost half a year, bro. So, anything else new came up? Oh, since September, let me think. Since September, I don't want to just leave nothing out since we doing this. Uh, I started uh, working at the YMCA in my part-time, you know, working with, you know, I watch kids and junk like that. And so, um, uh that's been real cool it's been a big part of my life recently you know watching kids and getting to know them and you know uh you know developing a little attachments with them you know anybody's ever worked with children you know you train a lot of kids i don't know how young you go with training but um the kids i be watching be from five up to 12 so it's a wide range of kids and then um you know, I be uh, I, I try to get them a little life advice and jump like that. Then I, I find myself really like feeling like a dad now. Like I really like because I to them I'm like dad age now, especially if they were like five or four. Like I'm like dad age, like a young dad, but in their mind, like I could be their dad. <laughs> so it, it's really like uh, it's, that's really been kind of a, a cool little thing for me to do on the side. And, you know, I'm about to start training a little bit on, uh, now that the season over, you know, trying to get in your bag. Especially in the summertime, I'll be training a lot around campus and working basketball camps and stuff like that. That's going to be uh, the, the next big thing right now. And I also, you know, still doing my schoolwork and stuff and trying to graduate. But, you know, that's going to be a little side hustle of mine. And, uh other than that, man, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Just trying to – oh, I, meant, I also meant to say that um, in the playoffs, I was named uh, PBC Tournament All-Tournament Team. I meant to say that, too. I was named as All-Tournament Team. And I in the last game of the – in our last game in the tournament, in the semifinals, I had 25 and 7. 25, 7, and 3, and three blocks. My, my career high, 25 points. Like – Best game I ever played, like hands down, best game I ever played. So we still lost, but individually, best game I ever played. I did everything I could. So mm-hmm. I think that has to trump. No offense, but I think they have to trump anything at Belleville just because it's a whole other level of oh, competition no, you go against. Like, and I say that because I say that's my career high, but technically at Belleville I had twenty six once against like a little no name prep school. I don't yeah. count that though. Even though it was in a part of our season, I don't really count that because it's like, who yeah. were they? They was like a little no-name prep and um playing playing a JUCO team. So we were supposed to win. We blew them out, and I had 26 and a double double. But I don't count that because it, it it wasn't against nobody. But this game, semifinals of our t- conference tournament against Augusta State, number what was Augusta ranked in the nation? They ranked, they was ranked like number. I can't even remember. Like, top, they was top five in the nation. Or at the time, they was top 10, actually. No, no, I'm true, I'm true. They was top five in the nation. Augusta hosted the region. So they was number one in our region in the NCAA tournament. So a great Augusta team who ended up winning the PBC tournament. And, you know, gave them 25. The guy guarded me seven foot. So... It's just man, I don't think it get no better than that or no bigger. Other than maybe if we was in the finals, I don't think it got no. It, it didn't get no bigger than that right there. So, yeah, that's my best game ever. 
hands down. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we kind of talked about this before with the levels of basketball. It's like you put up thirty in JUCO. That's cool. It's respectable. You no, know, not not against that. Mm-hmm. But putting up twenty two at D two, it's a whole other game. Like especially depending on the team you're playing. It's just like would you have more points? Nah, bro. Competition is the same. Like it's it's just different, bro. It's like. Not to say this is an equal comparison, but just imagine going up against, you know, a 10-year-old versus a 20-year-old. <laughs> is this a little different? Com- I'm not saying that's the exact comparison I make. I don't want nobody to be offended. Right. But it's just it's just the difference of competition. You know, you're going against a 10-year-old. It's like, I'm expecting you to drop 30. Like, if you don't drop 30, you, you're ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you're bad. <laughs> but then you slash that, slash that in half, you drop 15 against a 20-year-old. It's like, oh, respectable. Okay. It's like. It's a tough 15, you know. And that's just the – it's not an accurate comparison, but you get – you hoopers get what I'm saying. I ain't trying to offend nobody. So, and I realize that too. My, our podcast is for hoopers, so I ain't got to, like, justify too many things. You know, some people get offended <laughs> and sensitive about stuff, so I got to put a little extra sprinkle on there so somebody get hurt. But <laughs> that, that 25 and 7 means a little bit more at the D2 level. Facts, it does. And the, the crazy thing about it, man – um. The shots I was making, like, it just was crazy. Like, I've like I've never been a scorer, clearly. I've said that multiple times. Never been a scorer. Never been the number one option on the team. Nothing. Been the number two option, which is good. You know, I feel like that's more my speed. Like, but this was one game where it was like they keyed in on, on Hunter, my other big, who was first team all-conference. Which rightfully so, rightfully so, they should have. He averaged 15 a game. So they keyed in on him. I think they banked on me not doing nothing. I think they banked on that because I only averaged – I averaged nine and seven. So I think they banked on me, like, not being good enough to beat them. You know what I'm saying? No, you know how it is. Yeah. I think that was really, like, their game plan. So they were, like, I had space. Not saying they just left me completely open, completely open but I was open a lot. And, like, I had a lot of space before somebody closed out to me. And I was just making shots. I was making a lot of middies. And then, you know, I, I eventually got it going. And it's funny, funny story. In the game, the first shot I took, I had the ball. Uh, somebody swung the ball to me, uh, high post. I called it fake pass to get somebody off of me. And then I shot. But when I shot, my hand went on the ball right no more after I fake passed it. You know how you got to have your ball, like, the ball sick a certain kind of way a lot of times. So when I called out fake pass, it immediately do bit on it. And then I just kind of shot it, shot it long, hit the other side of the backboard, like badness. A couple minutes later, I came out. Sat next to my assistant coach, Carl, who was also like my trainer. He trains me. We, we work out almost every day during the season. And um, I, he was like, what happened on that, that midi? I said, I ain't had a ball right in my hand. Don't worry about it. I won't miss no more. I said, all right. And then a couple minutes later, I went back in. Did not miss no more. <laughs> it was crazy like like and it, it was even funny because the same thing happened again where i caught the ball fake past it dude move i shot it and went in and like the same thing even happened i, I was like i told you i won't miss no more bro and when i went back in the next shot i took i run in the transition and um my, my guard grant is ahead of him i mean ahead of me and i'm kind of trailing trailing him and i said i'm trailing you i'm trailing you he broke right, kicked it back to me. I caught that junk in transition, shot it, immediately started backing up. <laughs> that water. I was like, yeah, I got it going. Don't worry about nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about nothing. I got it going. So I ended up being 10 for 14 and uh, 25 points, like I said. So big game, man. Like, what can I say? This was a big game. Proud of the way I played. I wish, you know, it would have resulted in a win. But you know, just didn't go our way. And the other, the other team, I might want to point out, Augusta played like the game of their life because they had three turnovers the whole game, a Peach Belt tournament record. Like nobody, like I think they said they tied the record actually, like for the lowest amount of turnovers in the game. They only turned the ball over as a team three times, and they shot twenty six for twenty eight from the free throw line. So they played like as close to perfect as you can almost get offensively. So 
like I said, it just didn't go our way, man. But I, I'm proud of the way I played. The work once again, the work was recognized. They gave me all tournament team. So yeah, proud of that also. That's what's up, man. You know, it's just it's just it's, it's been a long journey for you, man. Like people I'm gonna keep saying that people don't really don't understand, bro. Like it's been a long journey for you, man. So they really don't. I'll be saying that myself. Like, people don't know how far they really came. Only a few people really know. The guys I played with in high school, they know. My mama and family, like, my family, all of them know. You know. Like, but people meet me on the journey when I'm, like, I already gained so much ground. You know what I'm saying? I played Juco. My Juco guys know how far I done came since then. But even they don't know the full story because they ain't seen me in high school. So, like, now I'm at this point where I'm playing at a high level and guys see me play, they're like, man, you hooping, man. You a good player. And I'll be – part of me – I swear, Brian, part of me – every time somebody tell me how good I am or how good I'm playing, part of me want to say, ah, you, you ain't really see me before. Like, you don't know. You don't know. Like, I used to not be – like, I've always been a good player for the level I was on. But compared to what I'm doing now, like, I have not been good <laughs> – <laughs> like I really believe like like folks don't know how much work I had to put in to get to this point like Brian there's a point in the Augusta game like there's a there's just a few clips in my season I could point to where I was like man like six months ago a year ago there's no way I would ever did that <laughs> like there's one play maybe I, I, I if you remind me I'll send it to you so you can put it there right here I, uh, it was one play in, uh, like, our last regular season game against Georgia College. I caught the ball at the three-point line, ripped through. I took, like, two dribbles in, and I, I did a behind-the-back, stepped back out of the behind-the-back, pulled a midi, cash. I never did that in game. I don't know what came over me to do it. I just believed in it. Like, when I when I went to it, I, that felt like the move to do. Like, my instincts just told me to do it. And it came off perfect. Like, I got to do it behind-the-back. When I stepped back, I created a lot of separation. And then I was good. And the Augusta game, while I had it going, they swung it to me in the short corner. I caught it, pumped fake dude. He jumped. I one dribble side step, midi, good. Like, it's just things that I know a year ago I would have never done. And now people be coming up to me like, man, you hooping. I'd be like, man, I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> like, those days really keep me humble because I know how far I really came. Like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I've never been like the high school phenom, and I think that's what keeps me humble more than anything. Like I work for all of this, and so that just that's part of my mentality now. Like when guys like be like, "Man, you hooping, bro? You played that? Like you did this? You did that?" I'd be like, "Man, thank you, bro. I appreciate it." <laughs> I just I'm be glad that people realize that I'm that I didn't you know that I'm doing something now. So yeah, it's just one of the things. Man. It's been a long journey. That's what's up, bro. I'm just I'm gonna keep giving your flowers on that, bro, because it's the truth, man. That's all I can say, bro. Like the work has shown, you know. You, you ain't gotta talk about it, you ain't gotta say too much because the work has been it's been it's been evident, you know. So that's what's up, bro. Man, I appreciate man. it, man. <laughs> oh well, I'm like I'm glad that you happy just the way I'm the same way I'm happy. Like it made it makes me happy knowing how happy you are, you know what I'm saying. Like that's how we supposed to be. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at a good place in my life, man. Cause like you know, some people are happy on the surface, but inside they're not really happy. You know what I mean? Right. And a part of them is just like it might be a little jealousy, it might be bitterness because they feel like they could have been. It's nothing against you personally. It might have been something about them. You feel me? So mm -hmm. I'm at a place now. I'm not saying I was I was like this before, but you know how sometimes you happy for people, but it's not like all the way there. I'm at a really good place now. I was like, I'm genuinely happy for people. And it's just like, I've always been happy for people, but it's just another level. I don't know. I can't even explain it. It's just like, like my, I forgot who it was. Somebody hit me up with something. I was just like, oh, that's what's up, bro. Like, I'm genuinely like next level happy for you, bro. Like, I'm celebrating in my mind. Like, that was me. Like, I'm in a real good place as far as that goes, man. So I'm going to celebrate you, man. Like, it's, it's, it's dope to see you, you like at this level now. And, to be, you know, recognized outside of, uh, you know, the small, the small circles that we're in, it's cool to recognize it, like your friends and everything, or your teammates, you'd be like, man, Nelson, you good, man. 
it's another thing for somebody from the outside comes in it's like yo you doing your thing obviously because you said you won the conference tournament when the players of the conference tournament and you won defensive play of the year like that's outside recognition coming in so when you get that that's another level of validation that everybody needs from time to time it's one thing to you know tell yourself and speak over yourself Nothing for your family, homeboy stuff, people around you say something. It's nothing from basically a stranger just to be like, you're doing your thing, bro. So that's just something that I'm very happy about, bro, because I understand that, you know. So for you to be at this point now, it's, it's making me happy, man. So that's what's up, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that, man. It's It's been really crazy. Like you said, sometimes strangers will tell you congratulations or compliment you. That be, I think that's the weirdest part of it to me. Because, like, when I got defensive player of the year, you know, they put on social media and stuff, people sharing it or whatever. And uh, people around campus would come up to me like, hey, man, congratulations. I'd be like, for what? Like, because <laughs> I don't know them. I'd be like, congratulations. And I realized, like, oh, people, like, really know that I won defensive player of the year. Like, it's not just the – you know, sometimes, you know, things happen, like, only the basketball team really know. Or yeah. like people within the program or other athletes. This was something like the school knew about. And people would be like, man, congratulations, bro. I saw you won defensive player of the year. And I'd be like, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Like people I never even knew. And then the, I think the, the wildest one was when we went to the NCAA tournament and we getting ready to practice. We had our practice time in the in the, in Augusta's gym and a school called Lincoln Memorial. I just got through practicing. And one of their players is one of my old Juco teammates, Martez. So I walked in, saw him. You know, I went up to him down to my hood and everything. Like, you know, good to see him. And I said, man, you've been hooping, bro. Like, I said, I've been watching you, man. I've been keeping up. You've been hooping. His point guard named Chase said, uh, man, you've been hooping, bro. Like, I saw you had 25 on Augusta, bro. That's tough. I was like, oh, like, you saw that? Like, yeah, bro. Like. Like, that's tough, bro. Like, 25 against a seven-footer, bro. Like, man, you was playing. I was like, dang, people, like, know about that. Like, I ain't think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, man, my day. I'm like, bro, people really know about that. Even though we lost. I'm thinking when we lost, it was like, ah, oh, man. That, I mean, I'm happy about what I did. You know, I'm proud of, like, the way I played. But when we lost, I was like, well, you know, that's just down the drain now. Like, we lost the game. But Buddy still knew. He was like, man, you was hooping against the gust. I was like, dang, you knew about that. Like, I appreciate that. <laughs> like, he just don't know how much he made my day. He just do not know. But so, yeah, man, I, I'm one of them people, too, who can be genuinely happy for people. And, like, like with you, like, every time I see one of your training videos and stuff and, like, when – when I see like you talking about how guys that got better or when you go, like I saw like recently you were supporting a lot of your kids at the uh, BJCC and then state championships and stuff. Like, I'd be happy to see that. I'd be like, man, he trained a kid that's, that, that's competing for a championship. That's big. Like if you you train a kid that's a key player on a championship team, like that's big. So like I try to be that way with everybody too. Like, man, I want everybody to win. That's my thing. I want to see everybody win. So that's just me though. But like I say, everybody ain't like that. But I'm glad, man. That's why we partners. Cause we could like we could be happy for each other in that way. So appreciate it. Oh yeah, bro. So uh my last little question for you is just um as far as like the podcast goes, man, like from last season to this season, man, like what are some like where do you see the see it going you know i ain't trying to go too far in ahead but just from last season this season what do you see as far as like any changes how can i ask this um from last season this season have you seen any difference like during that time that that little break we had have you seen the differences like have people talked to you anything and it's like how people respond to you anything and then like where do you see us going you know this next season uh yeah, recently a lot of people have been like, man, um, I think we just gaining more momentum, you know, gaining more uh getting more ears, getting more people to listen. People are really like <clears throat> sometimes people will come up to me and be like, Man, I didn't know you had a podcast. 
And like, I didn't have to tell them. Like, they just knew, like, they saw it on social media or something like that. But man, you know, you got a podcast, bro. That's what's up, man. I'm, I'm, uh, what's the name of? I'm subscribed, this and this. And so, um, I remember, like, one of the biggest things that, that touched me, one of my teammates, Mason, uh, freshman on the team this year, he hit me, uh, he hit me in the heart one day. He said, uh, we said something about the podcast. He said, oh, yeah, bro. Uh, uh, I said, oh, yeah, bro, I'll be listening, man. Y'all, y'all talk about some good stuff on there. I said, make sure you listen to the podcast. So yeah, bro, I listen to it every week. Every time I come out, I'll, I'll be on it. I said, why ain't you tell me you listen to it? I said, oh, I just, I just be listening to it. <laughs> I said, man, I appreciate that, bro. Like, I didn't even have to ask him. Like, he my teammate and all. But I didn't even have to ask him to do that. He just listened. He enjoyed the content. That means more to me than me asking him. And he doing, he doing it, like, for him to want to listen to it, that means a lot to me. And so, uh, to answer the second part of your question, I feel like it's only going, it's only getting better. The content only getting better. We, uh, we only get more, um, what's the word? Polished, I guess is the word I use. Yeah, yeah. We're getting better with it. We get more used to it. And so, it's only up from here. That's the way I see it. Um, I see us like gaining to that point where we have thousands of views and thousands of listens on um, uh, multiple platforms and uh, growing your channel, growing your, uh, your uh, platform, uh, per- your, you know, individually. And um, yeah, man, that's pretty much it, man. Just, just doing, doing what we do on a higher level, higher scale. Eventually, you know, not to spoil too much, but eventually getting more uh, outside people on the podcast and things like that, talking to people with knowledge on the game or certain things and, you know, trying to get a little, spread a little more game and stuff like that. Because, you know, we don't want to just make this uh, our opinions podcast, even though we is going to throw our opinions out because, you know, this is our thing, you know what I'm saying? But we don't want it to just be like, a hey, listen to what, what we say, listen to our opinions all day, all the time. Like we want to give you guys some game and stuff more more than anything, and give you guys some some knowledge on things like that. That's why we did the college recruitment episode that just came out and stuff like that. We want you guys to like actually get something out of it. So here pretty soon we're gonna start having more outside people come on and and uh, help us out with that. Give us some more knowledge. Give you guys some more knowledge and insight. And yeah, man, just keep it going, man. I I, I hope to keep this going as long as I can. And, you know, I know, you know, like we've been talking about, like I want to be a pro and all that soon. And that's all well and good. But, like, I want to try to find a way to keep this incorporated in my life and keep it going. Like, I don't want it to be like, well, guys, it's been fun. But uh, I'm going to go play pro basketball now. Bye. You know, uh, that's not how I want to lead things. So I want to I want to try to keep it going as long as I can and uh, see where it takes us, man. Like, maybe like who knows what could, what our future could be. And this, this could be this could be both our careers one day. So. Yeah, man, that's that's why that's how I see it, bro. What about yeah. you though? Uh, I'm in the same way. Um, let me answer both the questions, just like the last one. Both of them, both of them. Uh, so the first part, um, from last season to this season, it was really I had my hand in the ground, bro. Like like I was, I was really just head down and kind of just like thinking through how can we make this season like when we come back how can we make it way better than we did before um having talks with my brother matter of fact let me shout out my brother right here because once again it's our podcast we can kind of do what we want to do shout out to my brother man he has a very very dope you know show it's called the war report i'm gonna I'm throw something up right here so y'all can see it it's basically just the uh, auburn sports podcast where they started off doing just football breaking down you know the auburn football games and they had like three or four episodes a week, which we'll probably not get to because I'm not finna edit three or four episodes a week. So if y'all looking for that, I'm sorry. Yeah, we got to be on the level where somebody <laughs> else can edit that before we get to doing that. <laughs> yeah, somebody gonna have to uh, be a part of the team and edit the podcast because I ain't nah. So he, he dropped about three or four episodes a week, um, and now they just I think this season they branched out doing Auburn basketball too. So any Auburn fans, any Warrior fans, y'all go check out the War Report, but. Um, just having talks to my brother, he gave me a few little keys to how to grow, you know, this podcast we have here and just like trying to figure out how to um, lock in on that and to really make sure that I take that idea and like just just stretch a little further and go a little deeper and 
stretch a little bit wider than what he gave me. How to how to really execute it's been like my focus, and just how to grow the podcast overall and little things I've been looking at for like certain goals we have. Um, so I got a couple of looks. You know, one of my players, uh, surprising same, kind of same situation. He was like, uh, we was actually at a tournament, and he was telling me I listened to the podcast. I was like, a word, like. <laughs> He's out the blue. He's just like, man, listen to the podcast, man. It's pretty good. Like, for real? Like, yeah, man, I like it, man. I like what y'all be talking about, man. Some good stuff. And you know how I am. I'm trying to dig. So what, what episodes you like, bro? Like, what you like about it? Like, because I'm trying to, I just, that's, I don't know that's how I am. I was like, what you like about it, man? He's like, he gave me some stuff, gave me some feedback. I'm like, damn, bro, that's what's up, man. Like, it's just, it's, it's kind of the same situation with you getting deep into play. It's like, it's dope to see the work we're putting in to be recognized. We ain't getting, I ain't getting no award enough for this, but it's like, it hurts sometimes when you put effort, you put so much effort into something, put work out there to like feel like it's being ignored and it right. feels like nobody sees it. You know, it's like you want the work to be recognized. It's, it's tough, bro. Like, I don't think people understand how much <clears throat> goes into a lot of things in general. I ain't just talking about me, but like things in general, bro, like to run a business takes a lot to run a podcast takes a lot. It's easy on the surface. Like all you gotta do is A, B and C. Well, people don't realize under A is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Under B is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Under C is ten things under that. And so it's like, yeah, all you gotta do is get a microphone, get a camera, have something to talk about, post it. Easy, right? It's like, oh, psh, I can do that. Well, okay. You gotta do these ten things under just getting the camera. You gotta do these ten things under getting a mic. It's ten things under posting and not put it out there. You know, so. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that, you know, I've been doing and trying to make sure we're in the right direction. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's nice to hear, see that being recognized and to, uh, to like, to know that the work is being, not just being noticed, but actually being like accepted and to be like, bro, I like what y'all doing. You know what I mean? So, um, that's kind of where I'm at with it. And I've just been really like focused on pushing myself and the podcast out there more, you know? Cause I'm used to being in the background. I ain't got to be the guy with attention and stuff. Like I'm chilling, bro. Like, <laughs> so sometimes I got to get out my little shell of like chilling in the background to put myself out front a little bit more. So that's been my main focus with this too, man. But where I see us going, actually I got to tell you something about this when we get done recording, but I see us like implementing some things that's going to be like key to really pushing us to like, like a next step and the next level that is really simple, but the execution of it and like the, the, the theory behind it almost just, just like common sense, but it's a really good common sense thing. Like a lot of stuff in life we overcomplicate and it's really simple. It's just like, man, do this, this, and this. All right, cool. Boom. And it's just like thinking of like the very next simple thing to do has been my main focus. So, I see it's I see it's getting to a point where, you know, like for my career, bro, I really want to get to a point where I train, I come record a podcast, and that's really the bulk of my life. You know, I got a whole nother business thing I want to do too, but this is the like the most of it where it's just like train, do a podcast, train, do another podcast, train some more, and do another podcast, which like that's my life, bro. So I see it's getting to that point. Um, but one thing I've realized too, man, like if you want to make God laugh, tell me your plans. So it's like, man, I see I see the podcast going this direction. Guy be like, that's it, bro. Like, that's it. All right, bet. Watch this, man. So <laughs> on one hand, I have very concrete plans. Well, not concrete, but just very thought out plans of where I see us going, what, what we're doing. On the other hand, it's just like, eh, we'll see. You know, so it's it's a balance game or rhythm game between like, I know exactly where I want to go, where I see us doing, like trying to do a podcast. Guy might be like, man, I got something else for you, too. So I'm always keeping my head up and my eyes open to just whatever he has because it can be something amazing that we haven't thought of, something we just like out of the world, just be like, man, I'm going to let y'all be the first ones to do this. Just like, man, where us? All right, cool. So this is kind of why I see it going. I see it going somewhere, but then I have no clue where it's going at the same time. So that's just where I'm at with the podcast. Hey, man, like – uh, they, they always say, man, we, we may make plans, but God has the plan. So that's that's just how it is. Uh, like, like I said, we, we you know, we have our own visions for where things go, but, you know, we never know if that's exactly how it's going to be. It might be greater than that. Mm-hmm. Right? So 
or not in the exact way that we see it. So uh, I just can't wait to see it. You know, I'm along for the ride. I'm locked in with you. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to keep it rolling, man. Try to do something with it, man. Do the best we can. So, but uh, so we, we talked about me and what I've been doing these past six months and everything and and how my season has gone and things of that nature. So let's flip it a little bit, man. So what what have you been up to the past six months as we established the uh, hiatus that we've been on? What, what has been your, what, what has B-Ball Jones been on? <laughs> 